Welcome to 10.5, the official podcast of the OPP Association. I'm Josh Jutras. Scott Mills is on assignment this week, and we are the strategic communications coordinators for the OPP Association. The OPP Association is the sole bargaining agent for the close to 10,000 members of the Ontario Provincial Police in Ontario, Canada. Our members are our focus and our strength, and we aim to provide important information to our members and the public about matters that affect policing in the province of Ontario. On today's episode, we continue our series on resiliency by featuring guest speakers at the OPP Association's 2021 Annual General Meeting. Sue Weir, also known as Com Center Sue, spoke to our delegates about her story of resiliency. Thanks, Rob, and thanks for everybody having me here today. Uh, when Rob called me to ask me if I would be willing to speak at the AGM about my operational stress injury, I was honored, humbled, and really nervous. <laughs> so Derek, I get it. I'm like wavering here. <laughs> Uh, When I started my journey, I knew that I wanted to share my story someday. I just didn't know what that was going to look like or when that would happen. So I am very grateful for this opportunity. I haven't seen many of you in a few years, pandemic aside. I had to step away from my association duties as a detachment rep and my work duties to face new challenges. After nearly 20 years as a dispatcher, I was broken and I needed help. It was time for me to face and deal with my demons caused by a job that I loved, and no longer doing that job was never an option that I considered. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sue Weir, otherwise known as Com Center Sue. I'm a proud member of the OPP, OPPA, and even prouder member of the PCC in Aroya. I spent the first 10 years of my career with Toronto Police Service, and ended up applying as a fixed-term employee after my daughter was born, so I could be closer to home. I soon realized that I had made the ultimate decision and the best move of my career uh, when I was successful at my first, time co- or first full-time competition. I'm not here to talk about my mental health status or my operational stress injury, but what I am here to talk to you about is the road that I traveled to get to where I am today. The definition of resilience is the ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from difficult life events. Being resilient does not mean that people don't experience stress, emotional upheaval, or suffering. Resilient people tap into their inner strengths and support systems to overcome those challenges and to work through their problems. My journey was not without its extreme up and downs. Like everyone else, but what I did was cross the finish line with a renewed appreciation for almost every aspect of my life, as that wasn't always the case. During my road to recovery, I was able to acquire the ability to regulate my emotions and see whatever failure I had as a form of helpful, constructive feedback. Sort of like a phoenix rising out of the ashes, which actually happens to be my family crest. It was our very own R2MR training that was a first indication that I was potentially going down the rabbit hole. For someone who thought she was going to be immune to the trauma that we encounter daily, it was a bit of a shock. When I started checking off more of the orange and red boxes than green, I think a lot of you know what that means, I knew I was in trouble, and that was in October 2016. It took me two years of struggling to come to terms with the fact that I was not okay. 
During those two years, I sought out counselling through a master social work, but without knowing the root cause, the sessions were not as constructive as I hoped. October 2018 is when I finally realized I could no longer walk into work. With the help of my team leads, my sergeants, my staff sergeant, and my inspector, I was offered all the support that they could provide to me, and more. I filed my first WSIB claim, which allowed me to get the help that I needed, and also support my family during this time. From that moment until my second full return to work, which was in April of 2021, there were numerous hurdles and walls that tried to stop me. At the beginning, through the haze and fogs of the early days, I still had the wherewithal to try and advocate for myself. The system was not kind, and it took me almost three months to find a psychologist that was taking on new patients. Once I finally had that referral in place, the sky was the limit. I was exposed to so many wonderful organizations and individuals that contributed to my recovery. My psychologist, Wings of Change peer support, and Camp Faces were a few that truly assisted my family as a whole. The outlook on my treatment and desired result were supported by the fact that if I can't help myself, how can I help those in my community, the province, as a dispatcher in the PCC? Positivity can be defined as thinking in an optimistic way, looking for solutions, expecting good results and success, and focusing and making life happier. It is a happy and worry-free state of mind which always looks at the bright side of life. Insert Monty Python. It means a state of being happy, tolerant, and good-natured. My positive go get em attitude, even in my darkest days, was what truly contributed to my post-traumatic growth. Surrounded and supported by the many members of Team Sue, which included my medical team, my family, my husband, kids, parents, siblings, friends, OPPA members, and my management team. It was always onwards and upwards, never a victim, only a survivor. After I took some much needed time to reinvent Sue 2.0, I attempted to return to work in September of 2019. I was in the middle of my gradual return to work when in December, I became sick with necrotizing pneumonia, which almost took my life. I was hospitalized in isolation for a few weeks. Try that on for size. Diagnosed with an OSI, PTSD, stuck in a room by myself, no visitors, other than the medical team that donned full PPE. Does that sound familiar? It was four months pre-pandemic. With a weakened immune system and strong-willed desire to get back to work because we are stubborn, I found myself amongst the onset of COVID-19 in January 2020, which we all know changed how we did and continue to do business. And when COVID-19 hit, everyone's resilience, patience, and courage was put to the test. Looking back, we have all done an amazing job at weathering the storm. By July 2020, the coping strategies I thought I had in place were starting to fail, and I had no choice but to go off work again. After my failed return to work, yes, that's what my case manager called it, I was forced to dig deeper inside and implement a new tactic that would allow me to practice compassionate disconnection. 
With the help of my psychologist, I had to learn not to take calls personally or harbor the emotions that come with listening to people's worst days. That tactic has allowed me to be a productive, positive, and resilient member of my platoon. I can now see the finish line of retirement in the not-so-distant future. I have learned to put into place several self-care strategies that have assisted in making me the person that I am today. That is my journey so far, and here's what I'd like you to know. There will always be challenges in your work and personal life. It's how you approach and prepare for it that will dictate the outcome. It can be terrifying and life-altering, but it can also be enlightening, followed by personal growth. It's important to build good relationships when you're healthy, so that when you lose your traction, you have trusted people in your life you can lean on. Start practicing now. The resources that we have available will help, but we need more just than just the counseling. You need your personal support system. You are brilliant, strong, and resilient. And you have it in you to survive the hard parts of this work. We aren't heroes. We are vulnerable, caring people on the front line. And we too can get injured in this line of work. Be kind to yourself and others, as sometimes we all need help getting put back together. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. Thank you. And that is our episode for this week. New episode drops next Friday, and all episodes are always available on our blog at oppa.ca slash media. If you like what you hear, please use the subscribe button on your podcast platform so you never miss an episode. For Scott Mills, I'm Josh Jutris, and from everyone here at the OPP Association, thank you for listening, and be safe.